Okay, so give us few seconds silence, mm. and then, uh, and then I'll come. Okay, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about, ah? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome everyone to our very first episode of the Banger Committee Podcast. Cue the theme song. What a banger of a theme song. Okay, I'm Sam Chu, host of this podcast today. And uh, joining me are this esteemed panel of football experts, starting with Siva. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great introduction, Siva. <laughs> we have Christopher Raja. Hello. <laughs> and we have Leon. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I did a podcast with animals, man. <laughs> All right, anyway, so what are we going to do here? We're going to talk about football. What about football we're going to talk about? Um, everything, you know, EPL, Champions League, a little bit about other leagues. We're just a couple of guys just having a friendly chat about football. So we're going to start with our thoughts on last season. Um, it was a crazy year. Virus shut down football in many countries. We went many, many weeks without football. Um, none of us could watch football. None of us could play football. It's probably the longest period we ever went in our lives without football. Uh, yeah. Any of you guys got anything to say about that, Leon? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that was that was that was quite hard. So I resorted to football. Which was fun at first, but uh, now that football is back on TV, uh, on the ground, so things are things are better now. Yeah. What about Chris? What do you think? How do you handle the whole lockdown period and the quarantine and everything that was going on? Oh dear! I mean, f- like the absence of football was quite killing. Like it was like an off season, you know. But it was an off season without transfer drama. At least with the off season, right? You got transfer drama. <laughs> So you, you you still got something to look forward to, you know. Unless you're a United fan, like, there's barely any transfer drama until like a couple of days ago. But yeah, yeah I guess that was it. So Depends. Yeah. Should we oh okay, we'll talk about transfers later. But uh let's just give our quick thoughts on how every season ended and the winners of each season, uh each league. Um and if they deserved it or not. So let's start with the EPL. Liverpool, what do you guys think? Deserved winners? 100%. Yep, yep, for sure. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arsenal for sure, yeah. No, man, I mean, such a, such a boring team, you know. They won it by Christmas. They they won. They, Liverpool didn't win the league, right? City lost it. That's it. End of. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I disagree, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, they they just pushed way too early, and they they were too good, man. This year, they were consistent, and they were just too good for me. I see Silva's point, though. That yes, they were really good, but maybe it's also a case of everyone being really bad. I mean, this is probably the worst we've seen City play, you know, in many years. And the fact that City is still way above everyone else just showed how bad everyone else was. Yeah, 
that's true. But Liverpool dropped so few points. They dropped so yeah. few points. Yeah. Like throughout the whole season. So even if City had a incredible game, right? yeah. I mean, you can't score like ninety nine points and say that um City slipped. So I think Liverpool deserved it this year. I think the last five games, especially after the restart, kind of reflected on them a bit badly. It's as if they, they weren't playing very well before this, but I mean, they were just trashing everyone in the, in the Premier League, right? I think they were also doing quite well in the Champions League until they got knocked out. So I think I still think Liverpool deserved it. They, they were still the best team in England. But next year, I think it'll be a challenge. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, what do you guys think? You think City will come back stronger? Yeah, for sure. For me. Yeah, but they're not going to sign Messi though, right? <laughs> no, I think I think the latest news is that Messi decided that you know what I don't uh, think I can leave, so I'm going to play. Don't mind it, Messi. Mm-hmm. See what? What do you think? Arsenal go win the league this year? Oh no, man! Arsenal ain't ever going to win the league. I mean, that, as an Arsenal fan, you know we we are happy. You know, top ten, not being, uh, <laughs> yeah, top ten, man, top ten. No, uh, <laughs> we just. We're okay with that. We accept, you know, we don't get greedy like all these United fans who want, you know, more signings, you know, they want to get top four, they want to win the title. Arsenal fans, you know, it's all about acceptance. You, you be happy with what you have. That's right. Saliba. Saliba is actually French for, you know, acceptance. That's what it means. <laughs> you know? Just you know I I'm like, no, man, it's true. It's just, you know, you're having a bad day and I just think Saliba. <laughs> And it, it 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 calms me, and that when Arsenal finish seventh, you know, in in nine months time, I'll just be like, you know, Siva, Saliva. Saliva. You know, you know, it's so true. All my Arsenal fans are so zen because they've just just had enough. They're so zen, love it. Like they're no We've been through a lot, man. Yeah. Maybe this chanting Saliva thing has some merit to it. You know, it can be the new Hakuna Matata. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful phrase. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Chelsea gonna win? Nah, I mean, okay, okay. This, this is what I think. I'm gonna go in depth right now. This is what I think. I'm gonna tell you. No, that. no, we are not going to go in depth. Oh, <laughs> also, thirty seconds, Leon. Out, man. I'll give you. I'll give you thirty seconds okay, okay. to tell me why you. Okay. Yeah. Too long didn't read Chelsea. If they do not compete for the title this year, uh, I think Lampard has failed his job because of the signings we've made. Oh, for real? Wow, so that's big. Yeah. But not win. But they won't win. I mean, if they can win, that's great. But uh, they just need to compete for it. I mean, now, last season, they were just like barely top four. So this season, they have to be like, they have to they have to put a challenge to the title. And I think we got to win at least a trophy. Because come on, man, with Chelsea, win trophies every year. A League Cup or something like that. Uh, no, not the League Cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Quickly, other other leagues: La Liga, Real Madrid won. What do you guys think? Don't watch the La Liga kind of comment. <laughs> yeah, I I want Gareth Bale's job. That's all I want. I I, I just want to be Gareth Bale's, you know, gardener. He's his janitor, man. He, he's earning six hundred thousand pounds a week. He does yeah. nothing. You know, he's just got he's long, long hair. Uh, yeah, he plays long. That's all he does. I I want to work for Gareth Bale. That's my takeaway on La Liga. Uh, Leon, what yeah. do you think? Uh, deserve, I think. Um, I mean, I think Barca. I think okay. This one, when Siva was talking about, like you know how City slipped. Uh, that's why um, Liverpool win. I think it applies to the La Liga instead because I think Madrid won because Barca was just 
really bad this season. I think really bad transfers, very bad team, lacking in all areas. I mean, this zero quality players. Huh? Yeah, okay, well, not zero, but like, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, like they signed Aiden Hazard to replace Cristiano Ronaldo, and Hazard barely played because he was injured like half the time. But yet they still won because I mean they have good players. No, fat, they, man. He went to real fat. Yeah, it was fat. It was fat. <laughs> <laughs> but that but, just goes to show, you know, like Madrid won like that, just like that. I mean, Benzema is a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, I don't think Barca yeah, put a good fight this season. I mean, with Barca's tech squad, they should have put in more of a fight, I think. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, Germany Bundesliga wow. Bayern won what do you guys think? A bit oh, sad. 100% deserve or so I think um, Dortmund came close and Leipzig came close too uh, people hate Leipzig in Germany I know none of us are from Germany so we don't get it but they hate Leipzig with all their heart in Germany why? Uh, because they are owned by a corporation. And in Germany, you know, the fans still own a big part of their clubs. Mm. So to them, it's like everything against what they stand for. Like football is for the people, not for the companies, for corporates. Interesting. Yeah. But, okay, since we're talking about Bayern and the Germany, what do you think of their Champions League win? Was it deserved? Ooh. The final against PSG, yeah, I think so. You think so, Siva? Um, you know, Bayern's a good team, right? But it's just one of those things, right? They're not like a great team to watch. Like when I watch PSG, I think they got Mbappe, they got Neymar, they got Di Maria. It's such a such a great attack to watch. Bayern had Thomas Müller. Thomas Müller was playing when we were, you know, in in school. You know, he's he's such a you know, just just such a boring player, and I think Bayern. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, finish. Credit to Bayern; they they are proof that if you have the system is more important than the individuals. I, think I look at United and Madrid, and I, I look at PSG, and these are all teams who are collections of individuals. But with Bayern, it's about the system, and Bayern took a player like Serge Gnabry and made him a Champions League winner. That's something that none of these other managers could do. Tony Pulis couldn't do it. You know, Arsene Wenger <laughs> couldn't do it. But yeah, the best of the Premier League, Tony Pulis and Arsene Wenger, exactly. Tony Pulis yeah. and Arsene Wenger, the, the, the best two managers in the Premier League. They couldn't, they, they wouldn't play Serge Gnabry, but you know, Hansi Flick and Bayern, they did it. Yeah, how good is Kimmich now, though? Man, he was just bossing that midfield that day. Yep, yeah, he was. <laughs> and I think left speechless, right? You know, just thinking while you play. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's move on. Uh, the last of the top five um, so-called big leagues, we have the French league, PSG, and it was the only league that did not restart. They just gave it to PSG and like you know, just take it home. Let's just cancel it. Don't waste everyone. They might as well just not play the league and just give it to PSG. They, they should just do that every like season, man. No, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> just give them the next 10 seasons one shot. You know why not? <laughs> well, well, while we are on the topic of last season, right? Let's take the time to come up with our Banger Committee 1920 uh, season EPL Team of the Year. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. 
Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with the goalkeeper and I am going to nominate Nick Pope. Second golden glove, just one clean sheet behind Edison. Fourth most saves in the Premier League, you know. Uh, so it wasn't like he was just sitting around a good defense, which, I mean, Burnley defense is good, but he put in his shift, you know, he was saving stuff. So that's my nomination. No complaints. No complaints at all. Yeah. No, no complaints got, at all, man. He's got a lot oh, of see, uh, I was half expecting you to nominate uh, Martinez. <laughs> Ooh, no, man. That, again, you know, Arsenal fans, we, we, we are humble. We are, you know, we, we do not... We do not get too excited about, you know, second goalkeepers. I was there when Almunia was playing well, you know. This, this is not going to work. Almunia. All right. Okay, so my pick is locked in. No debate. I'm yeah, very proud of that. So let's move to defenders. And uh, I think Siva is going to bring us with his pick. Oh, we're going to do it in a 4 3 formation. So Siva, give us your, you know, your four defenders. Okay, so a lot of people keep telling me that, you know, it's Trent, it's Robertson, it's all these Liverpool guys. But let's be honest, you know, Trent, Trent is not a defender, okay? So, so Trent does not feature in my best defence. Robertson is not a defender, he's, he's, uh, he's a winger, so not in my defence. I, I, I like pure, you know, British defenders, you know, people who tackle, people who get back and, you know, corner flag. I like people like Bolton. I like... That's right. You heard me. George Baldock, okay? And, <laughs> that, yes, George Baldock, okay? Sheffield United was so damn good. You know, they have no right to be uh, in the Premier League. Mm. Sheffield United finished higher than Everton. Everton, who bought, you know, Moisey Ken and Iwobi and Walcott and all these other, you know, horrible players, and they got Carlo to manage them. Mm. United for me, so you gotta have Baldock, okay. And to expand on that theory, I'll give you my full defense it's Baldock, Egan, Stevens, and Basher. You <laughs> 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 had a chance to put Lundstrom in there, yeah. Oh, Lord Lundstrom, but, but Lord Lundstrom is not a defender, no matter what all those FPL geeks out there think. He is a defender, so no, it's Stevens, Baldock, Egan, and Basher. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> any objections? <laughs> any objections? <laughs> I have a lot of objections. <laughs> what are you going to object, man? Chris Wilder is the best manager. You know, he's manager of the year. Okay, it's not Klopp. Let's be honest, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I would agree to that, I think. He severely overperformed as a manager. But to pick the four Sheffield backline as our team of the year, I don't know, man. Overlapping <laughs> centre-backs, man. Had you even heard... Did you even know what an overlapping... I didn't know centre-backs could even overlap. I didn't know they could lap. Okay? <laughs> but you're too used to the Matasaka, you know, just standing still, don't move kind of thing. Which is how defenders are supposed to be. But these guys, they overlap. 
I guess you got to define what the role of a defender is. Are defenders just meant to defend? Is that why we're defining it? Or are they supposed to be involved? The modern day defenders supposed to be involved in their offense? That's a good point. What, what, what do you what what do you define, right? Because obviously, Tret's got to be in there, like that's for me. Like if the yeah, whole complete play. The team of the year, man. If, yeah. if we were to pick the best players in each position, we are not going to put the four. Sheffield defenders in there. Come on. <laughs> People are going to turn off the podcast right now, man. <laughs> That's right, man. They're going to turn it off and they're going to go watch some Sheffield United matches. <laughs> All right, you heard it I'm right here at the Bengal Committee. Okay, I, I'm going I would definitely put Trent in. Trent has to be in. Yeah, I'm gonna veto your right back and put Trent in. I'm Trent to you. Right? You can have the rest, okay? You can have the rest. You just have Trent in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Virgil and Dyke, come on. DVD, man. Gotta put that on. We, so. okay, we'll, we'll let you have one Sheffield defender. Pick one, Siwa. Guys, yeah, yeah, Siwa, have one. Egan. Maybe Egan. No, pick man. one, Siwa. Okay, if I have to pick one, right? You know, I'm, I'm sticking with my man, George Baldock. Love that name, George Baldock. <laughs> He's not even bald. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. I'll let, we'll let you have one Sheffield defender just as a representative of the defense on a whole, you know. Recognized. Mm-hmm. Recognized. We recognize Sheffield. So, Baldock, Van Dyke, I think that's our centre-back pairing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. We've got Trent on one side. That's a lock. Now, the left-back... We have um, Robo, obviously. Digne, maybe. Chilwell. Chilwell, maybe. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I love the Marcos Alonso. Luke <laughs> 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 why not, right? Luke Shaw, right? You're doing that. Luke Shaw. Brandon Williams, yeah? <laughs> I will book Saka. Come on, man. He was a great left back. Saka. Yes. Actually, Saka's more of a winger though. Is he not? I mean, he played left back, he played wing, he played, you know, both wings. He played Are you actually talking about an Arsenal defender? Seriously. Oh, man. Yeah, Chris has a point. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, la, I guess to be serious, it has to be Robo, right? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Robo as well. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So, are we decided? Yep. Oh guys, okay, so that's guys, I got to I got to I got to say something just real quick. I just googled and George Baldock is a right back. So <laughs> oh, right, okay. So I guess oh, we can't yeah, pretend yeah, that. Yeah. Let's just put you in the center, man. Just for you. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I mean, I was going to go with Chris and say we got to get rid of Trent, but you know. <laughs> uh, so for the purposes of our team of the year, we will let Paul Dog be a center center back. Or how about we let Trent be a center back? Um, I'm gonna say no on that. <laughs> it's just so that we can move on. Let's move on. Midfield. <laughs> uh, Leon. Yeah. Give us your three. Okay, I I'm gonna go slightly. It's better not be all three Chelsea players. I'm gonna kick you out right yeah, now. I'm very tempted to, but uh. You know, just just so that our listeners, if we have any, um, you know, don't get angry at me. I will go with something more less controversial. So number one, obviously, Kevin De Bruyne. 
Okay. Anyone says no, I'm kicking you out. You're not invited <laughs> back. I mean, yeah, pretty he, much. He's, he's good. He's good. This team, right? He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, they, they didn't do that well, but I mean, KDB always performed every game, week in, week out. So he's gonna be in. Uh, the other one. Oh man, this one. This one actually kind of sucks. Like I, I don't really want to put him in, but I can't discredit him for what he has done. But like Jordan Henderson. What? Oh, I knew Jordan Henderson, bro. Jordan Henderson, bro. I mean, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. It's because I think Liverpool this season, they have the best attack, best defense. Maybe you can say he's one, one of the best goalies, Alisson's up there. The midfield has always been sort of like their weak point, right? Even though they're all like kind of solid. Like that's how good Liverpool has been, I, in my opinion. So the midfield, even though it's quite solid, like Wijnaldum, uh, Henderson... And uh, Fabinho, I mean, they, they, they're all right, but they're not great. But I think what Jordan Anderson deserves this season is that as the captain, he's sort of gelled the team between the offense and the defense as well. So I think you got to give credit to, to a captain like that. Just 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 because they, 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 they did like, what, 99 points this season. So I think he's got to be in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can debate later. I'll give you my third pick. This is a bit more controversial. <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, so in my opinion, right, for team of the year, um, I don't I don't really like half season wonders. La. Like I'm guessing oh. you already know where this is going. So that's a shot at Bruno, right? Yeah, that's a shot at Bruno Fernandez. Because mm. because not gonna discredit him. I think Bruno has been amazing, like player of the year in the second half of the Premier League. Um but if we're gonna put Bruno Fernandez in, I would also make a case for James Madison. Because I think he was like amazing in the first half for Leicester City when they were like second and third place. Madison was like at the top of it all. So it's not fair if you put Bruno in, but you don't put James Madison in. So I'm just going to take the both of them out. And I'm going to put Kovacic. Okay, I rest my case. <laughs> Kovacic. Weird things. Because... Only Chelsea fans seems to think that he's good. Hmm. But none of us really watch Chelsea nah, games. Nah, but nah. no other fan hmm. actually thinks that Kova is a good player. Hmm. Why is why did Kova good? Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you this now. Because okay, first of all, he did win player of the year for Chelsea. And I think we appreciate him because he's the kind of player like okay, like if you guys watch Musa Dembele back in Spurs, hmm. he's like He's a boss in midfield. He's basically Yaya Tore without the goals. And, and let's honestly see what Kovacic does for Chelsea. Like, he dribbles from the back. He basically links everyone up. I think Jorginho wasn't very included much in this season. So, Kovacic even has to take over the Jorginho role. Like, like sort of a playmaker from the back. He, he dribbles up from defense. And you know our defense is hopeless, right, in Chelsea. So, and, and Kante was out for quite a long time of the season as well. So, Kovacic really had a lot to carry in the midfield, but he's done a great job. I mean, I, I might put Mason Mount, but I <laughs> but you know, Kovacic deserves it. And, and if you watch Chelsea games, I think you'll you'll understand why. Yeah, that's why we appreciate him as Chelsea fans. Fair enough. Siva, Siva uh, you, let me know what you think. Let us know what you think of Leon. Silence is scary, man, from Siva. So 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 he says Kovacic is Yaya Toure without the goals. I Yaya Toure without the goals is Fernando. Okay, 
Like he's, he's not, you know, he's not tricky coach. Coach is, is a bang average midfielder who couldn't cut it at Madrid. Okay. And the only reason he's playing for Chelsea is because Lampard doesn't have a clue. You can look at Lampard's transfers. Okay. I just, you know, give me a few seconds here. He doesn't know who the hell he's buying. He's bought Harvard. He's bought yeah. Werner. He's bought Ziyech. He has Mount, Giroud, Tammy. How is he going to play any of these people? You know, Bro. he's going to play, what, seven attackers and and then Thiago Silva is the only defender? <laughs> yeah. so no, no Kovacic for me, okay? I'll tell you who should be in. It's Jack Grealish. Yeah, man. Uh, Ireland, half Irish, half English, Jack Grealish, okay? He is he is the yeah. only reason Aston Villa is still in this league. They are an awful team. they got marvellous Nakamba and, you know, all these other people. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Pepe Arena. They have Pepe Arena in goal. It's 2020, man. Who has Pepe Arena? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Grealish is the only reason Villa is staying up and Jack Grealish is in my team. This season. That's a good shot. That's a good shot. Can we take our hands? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Man, I, I've got no objections with uh, Jack Grealish, man. Jack Grealish got to be in there somewhere, in my opinion. Uh, he's, he's brought up this... Shitty Villa team, right? Can I say that, Shitty? I guess I could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're, we're, you know, we're all adults here. It's okay. Yeah. I was going to you. To survive this year, you know, like, it's incredible. Like, he's just mad. And come on, you got to like his hair. For his hairstyle alone, he's got to be in the list. He has really nice hair, right? I wonder what gel he used, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. But bit, 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 between uh, Henderson and Kovacic, yeah, I, I would... In... I would still drop Kovacic, lah, but I don't watch Chelsea as much, so I'm sorry, Leon. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> as long as long as I got my boy out there on this podcast, that's I <laughs> uh, Do any of y'all follow bad football opinions on Instagram? No, what's that? So there's this account on Instagram and they just gather bad football opinions like all over the world. Right. And I feel we are gonna get tagged for this mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. people who know football better than us, and they're gonna argue that Kovacic had an amazing year, and we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's right. But anyway, so are we settled on Grealish, Hendo, and uh, KDB? No, Grealish, no. Kovacic, and KDB. <laughs> I mean, I still got a case for Bruno Fernandez, though. Uh, you still got to have no, a case for that, I agree with what Leon is saying, right? You gotta do it over one season, you know. All right, all right. You could give it to half a season, you give it to um James I don't know, like, yeah, Madison or Fabregas every season he plays. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just give to half a season. You know what I mean? So I, I see Leon's point. Let's see next year. If Bruno can keep it up for one whole year, then he'll be in next year. Yeah. Cool, fair, fair. So I'm sorry, Leon, but I think the majority here is Hendo over Kova. So, sorry, Kova. All right, I tried. <laughs> All right, the final three. Chris, give us your three picks for forwards. Just for hairstyles alone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Oba has to be there for me. Obama Young. Oba's hairstyle? Bro, Oba aerodynamics, bro. Uh-huh. I tell you that his hair helps him print faster a bit. Right. Uh, so Oba on the left wing is Oba, that right Oba can just play anywhere he wants like, okay <laughs> just play defense attack wherever, wherever. you want to play, goalie, so play but he's just been mad this year I know Siva might disagree 
but to me, right, he was the only player in us without 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 Oba, Arsenal would have been relegated. In my opinion, like, I think they couldn't have won half the year <laughs> without Oba and his presence and his goals and his assists. So yeah, Oba, Oba and Saka maybe. Yeah, yeah. So Oba for me is a is like arguably a world class player in a bang average team. So yeah, okay. Troops is gonna shout us out and say, you know, give us shit for calling them a bang average. Bang team, average, but... bro. They're bang average. <laughs> Maybe Arteta, you know, he's he's got a lot of work to do. He's doing all right, but you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're gonna talk about Arteta later. Okay. So you know, don't make any spoilers. Man. All right, all right, all right. All right, Mike. The other two, uh, the other one which I'm going for now, uh, is actually Raul Jimenez at Wolves. Yeah, Ooh, like, the sensation. The fuller is. Solid man, the guy can score any kind of goal. He can score left foot, right foot with his head anywhere. It's just like a poacher in the box. He's in the box, he gets the ball, he scores. You know, backwards goal, facing goal, dude. And with Traore down the wings, I think he's he's just gonna he's he yeah he's just got an eye for goal like nobody else in my opinion. So he's like he's like the poor man's Aguero, but Aguero just had a shit season this year. Harry Kane also had a shit season this year, so I guess he's just the next in line. We had a good season. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Aguero had a good season. It's just that he was injured. Yeah. And I kind of talked about this in our FTL podcast. Sorry, I'm just going to skip it in here so that you guys know that we have an FTL podcast with me and Siva. But Aguero had a good season. You know, he had the highest XG of uh, per 90 minutes <clears throat> of everyone who played. But he's just injured. It's just it's unfortunate. And actually, he has not had a season where he played more than 2,500 minutes. Mm. He's injured every season. Right, it's a right. Shame. Okay, anyway, give us your third pick. Third pick is, uh, you know, you every every team of the year needs to have the young player of the year. So I'm going to be biased here and, and, and go for Mason Greenwood. Oh, I no, think, no, no, no. Oh, Mason my Greenwood God. Be the future of football, man. Oh. The guy, I mean, yes, so maybe he does, he's like probably a half-season <laughs> wonder. But... But guys, you know, he's played so many games and his contribution to the game, like, you know, like Kovacic, right? You don't understand unless you watch. <laughs> no! <laughs> Siva, give it to him! Siva, give it to him! He's old. Man, he can score with his left foot, he can score his right foot, he can score inside, outside, anywhere. You give it free kicks, penalties, you name it. He's got, the guy has got composure, man. So for me, yeah. he's a young player of the year. Like, so in, for that reason, I know he's not the best, I'm going to drop Salah this because he's boring as shit. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> Greenwood, Siva. Siva, give us your opinion. You know, Chris makes some good points. I mean, obviously, he's talking about the wrong United player. If you want to pick a United striker, it's got to be Marcus Rashford. He saves people from world hunger, man. It's, he's, like, got to cure COVID by himself. He's, you know, feeding orphans in... Malaysia and Zimbabwe and stuff. Marcus Rashford, just, you know, for good feel, good feel. I mean, if you had a slightly better left foot, I might have considered that. Yeah, if you could take a penalty, you know, then maybe we yeah. talk more about it. But No, man, no, not Mason Greenwood, man. No way, no way. More guys. He is, uh, you know, he's a flash in the pan, you know. He's he's Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but, you know, in a slightly better. Whoa. Wow, that's kind of, like, look like is. I, I hey, 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 you know, I didn't say that, man, you know. It's not good. But, yeah. 
I, I, okay, like, I personally think, because we're not really talking about potential here, right? We're talking about who did the best over the course of the season, which we just mentioned. So, I, you know, I rate Greenwood. I think he's great. When, when Siva mentioned Rashford, I was like, hmm, actually, why is it divided opinion? Because I thought Martial was the best among the three. Yeah, yeah. But, but anyhow, I still think that we should attribute it to someone who, you know, contribute the most in the season. So, it's got to be someone like, one of the Salas or Mane's or even Jamie Vardy. Yeah. But yeah, even Jamie Vardy. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. What, what about Ings? Why did no one mention yeah, Ings? Yeah, Ings. Only one place was at the forward, guys. Yeah, our target man is Raul Jimenez, man. Mexican yeah. sensation. Yeah. Unless you want to okay. play, like Jamie Vardy, Raul Jimenez and Danny Ings, no wingers at all. Like, we just play <laughs> 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 All in the box. No wait. We could do that. What do you, what do you guys think? Are we just going to go no wingers? Three let's strikers? Let, let's just do Jamie Wadi, Danny Ings, Raul Jimenez. Let's do that. <laughs> Martial on top no, of that. But I, like, I like your Oba pick though. I actually like Oba. Oba was, was pretty good. Okay. Oba stays. Alright. He'll be on our left wing. Mm. Let's, let's settle on a striker. Jimenez versus Ings versus Wadi versus Marshall. Pick one of these four. I vote for Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimenez, Chris? man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jimenez is our main striker. On the right wing. Um, oh, we didn't even come up with any right wing option. I guess Salah has to be there somewhere. Salah, yeah. Salah or Mane. Fair, I can't argue mm, yeah. with that. So, Salah or Mane. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Just because money has been a lot more dependable for be dependable for me in the FPL, I'll pick money. Salah for me, man. Siva, yeah, I'm gonna go money, man. I think I think money is oh. a better player. I think Salah pads his stats with you know shitty penalties. Uh, I like Mane. yeah, yeah. I I agree actually. I think Salah has just been like at the right place at the end to finish so he gets lots of goals but Mane is if you watch Liverpool games right Mane is the one who makes the you know makes the team tick in the in the front in the attack so I I will go for Mane too and so it will be Mane Jimenez and Oba alright alright that's solid but guys next what? next year I, again next year when you do this podcast Greenwood is going to be there man I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so since we were talking about the team of the year, and uh, I think Chris has already mentioned, my next question to you guys was going to be: Which player are you most excited about for the new season Ooh. in EPL and other leagues? So, Chris, since you're already talking about Greenwood, you wanna just you know? Right. Okay. Uh, what am I excited about? Uh? Um, new players. Oh, oh, is it can can it be any players at all? Players, man. This Any who are you excited about? I mean Greenwood, right? You are excited I'm about Greenwood. I'm excited, excited about Greenwood. Greenwood. I am All so excited. All excited fans are so excited about Greenwood. Like, yeah, I think you just got to watch him play to understand. Like, the guy can take a pot shot from anywhere and he'll be on target. Right? Like, you can't give him an inch of space. He'll find space to shoot. And so, I think for United, who have been really craving for goals um, for the, for a few seasons now, yes, we started scoring a lot more goals after the the lockdown but yeah for United 
fan who's just been longing to see more goals and instead of boring one nails, I think that's exciting. Lah. Okay. So, okay, besides Greenwood, who would you pick, Chris? Who, which right. player are you most excited to see this coming year? I'm actually interested. To see, it's weird, but I'm actually quite interested to see how James Rodriguez fits in everything. Hamas. Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. I want to see what he does. Hamas, he's senior. Senior, like, I, I don't know how he's going to fit in because there's a lot of players of his similar kind of fashion. There's Richarlison. There's, of course, there's the Walcotts, there's the Iwobis, and I, I, I don't know how he's going to fit in. I don't know where he, he, he would fit in that squad. So, kind of interested to see how he fits in, but that's not so much from a fan perspective. That's just more to see whether he'll be good FPL points or not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think many of us are excited to see how Everton will shape up this coming year. We won't go deeply into transfers today. We'll probably do it like uh, once a week or close. But yeah. Let's see. Siva, who are you most excited about? Well, for starters, let's let's go back to James for a bit. I, I want to see Everton buy Jay Rodriguez so they can play James and Jay at the same time. Both <laughs> of them can have the t-shirt say Jay Rodriguez and people just get confused, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what I was saying about Bernardo Silva, you know, taking over David Silva's role. They should just give him David Silva's jersey. Just don't need to change anything. Don't even need to print a new one, you know. Just give it to him. It's so easy. Yeah, you could do that. I, I mean, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of where I was going because my pick for this season has got to be Phil Foden, right? Because oh. Foden's like a discount, you know, five, you know, $5 shop, David Silva. You know, and now's the time for him to become the real thing. You know, Pep, Pep likes these kind of, you know, you know, tricky midfielders who do tiki-taka and you know, can play false line. Foden does all of that. And he's, you know, left-footed, right-footed. You know, he's English. You know, we like all these things, right? He's, he's young. I'm really excited for Phil mm. I think I think Pep is finally going, especially if they don't buy Messi, Pep is finally going to start playing him. Yeah, I I think I agree with Foden. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to have a big season. I Foden, I, Foden is just a poor man's McTominay, guys. <laughs> He's sauce, bro. He's just being the same old. That's going on that Twitter account, man. Shite yeah. opinions. Yeah. Shite opinions. <laughs> 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 just like Tomney, bro. Like you give. I don't think he'll shine next season. That's my prediction. I think he's just gonna typical English players. Just got. It's like he's like a Barkley. You know, he just plays one good season, then gets his move to Chelsea, and then things is all that. Yeah, but he's already thing, got yeah. his move to City, mate. So he's not gonna go anywhere else. I know, I know. He's just one of those players. Like, just once he says City, he's just not. He's just gonna have one good season, and that's it. That is a hot take. That is a very hot take. Mm-hmm. Leon, who yes. you got? Okay, I mean, we can't run away from this. I know we're not gonna d- dive into transfers, but come on, man. Chelsea's transfers are out of this world. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not going to dive too much, but I'm going to focus on someone that's not being talked about too much. I think it's the 35-year-old Thiago Silva. I think he's going to have the same impact in Chelsea as when Makalele was signed in 2005 Whoa. for Chelsea. <laughs> the same impact. Because, hear me out, Makalele, when he was signed to Chelsea, he was like, apparently he was too old for Madrid and all that stuff. But he was like, he was the guy, man. He was the Kante. And right now we need that kind of Kante impact for our for our defense. So we need we need someone like Thiago Silva. And, I mean, if you want Kante impact, maybe you know you can look at Kante. 
No, but I mean in, in the defense, because Kante is in, the, in that midfield, right? So we need some, we need a solid centre back, like a Virgil van Dijk. But obviously Chelsea has never signed a Virgil van Dijk, right? So I think Diego Silva is gonna give that that kind of. This is a much needed boost. Guys, Diego Silva was playing in a Coco Crunch League. Okay? Come on, man! He he got Lewandowski in his pocket, mate. The Champions League final, so-called best player of the year. Come on, come on, you'll see, you'll see. I'm just excited about him. I'm just excited about him. I feel like Lampard is like a playing a FIFA career mode. Like David is It's the best. If you, if you chose Chelsea in FIFA and you know for a career mode, you can't even have the transfer season that Lamps is having now. <laughs> for real, you can't. It's crazy. Actually, I'm excited about Chelsea in a weird way, but I'm excited because I'm just not sure how. The, all these new players with too many new players or so I think it, there will be a struggle and time to fit into the squad you're, you're excited because it's like watching a car crash that's gonna happen yeah, right? exactly. you know, me, they've got all, they've got like all these like you know six front wheels and no back wheels and they've got <laughs> Kepa they still have Kepa in goal man how is this yeah, I, Kepa, I guess Kepa, Kepa is the guy who refused to walk off the pitch like two years ago and he's still playing yeah, that's crazy man that, that, that whole thing was crazy yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's still Chelsea's number one, but uh, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah, I guess Chelsea for me is one of those. Is either it works or it doesn't for a season. Like it could, it could potentially be a miracle, and it could potentially be like a, a champions, like yeah, a title that challenging season, or it could just crash and burn. One of those. So you're saying it's not middle. Like. It's, it's either middle. they do well or they just die. Either they get relegated together. Or they, they, or they, or they, I mean, I wouldn't say get died. I think they'll still finish top four easily with the squad they have. They should, but maybe they won't challenge for the title. I don't know. Okay, so my personal player that I'm most excited about is Bukayo Saka. He is just a baller, man. Do you see? Do y'all watch the community shield? Yeah, man. He was sick. He was oh. good. He is. He was just destroying everyone. I rate him so highly and I wish his place was nailed in uh, Ateta's squad but it doesn't seem like it. But he is a good player, man. Mm. So, that's my pick. Um, yeah, let's go to our next point. Uh, right here on this podcast, we have Siva, our resident Arsenal fan. We have Chris, who is a United fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester United. Not Leeds. And, <laughs> and we have Leon, who is our resident Chelsea fan. So I'm going to put you guys against each other and we're going to discuss who is a better manager between Ole, Ateta, and Lamp. Oh, man. Oh, I won already. Really. <laughs> I think it's very easy, guys. Just see who finished the highest in the league. That's <laughs> uh... Okay, let's uh, Leon go first. Mm. Since you're so okay, okay, okay. I think Lampard. I mean, one of the candidates for manager of the season didn't win it, but you know, still up there. Didn't have any players to come in, transfer ban and all. Finally, for the first time in like our history, we actually integrated youth into our team. Since like how I don't know, like fifteen years ago when John Terry broke through. And he didn't just integrate one. He integrated like at least four or five players. And um, that's unheard of in the history of the club. 
And to get into the top four without spending a single dollar, I know people will talk about wages and all that stuff, or even uh, Pulisic who came in, actually we signed him the season before, but he only came in this season to replace Hazard. Yeah, okay, fair points. But I mean, with the squad that we had on paper, we were not top four at all, but Lampard made it work. So that's my that's my point. Mm, okay, okay. We hear you. Um, Siva, give us your thoughts on Ateta and why he is the better of the three. Okay. Do you, do you even think that he's the better of the three? Okay, so that's a fair question. I'm just going to preface this by saying that these are all, you know, average managers who are only managing the team because they played well for them once upon a time. Yeah, okay? they all know Tony Pulis, right? Yeah, they're all, Tony Pulis has more experience than all these three managers put together. He's got... I, I would rather have Tony Pulis, Steve Bruce, and Roy Hodgson manage these three teams. Okay? Oh, no. <laughs> okay? And, you know, we all we all get excited because Lampard's young and he won the Champions League, you know, eight years ago. But he's a he's an awful manager, okay? <laughs> let's, let's, you know, he's going to play Thiago Silva and, and Christensen next to each other. They're going to concede goals, you know. And he's going to play Giroud, you know, Mount and Werner and... You know, me all in the same team. It's it's gonna go. It's gonna go bad. Only also bad manager. Okay, only knows how to play eleven players, and that's it. You know, you ask him to make a sub, he gets scared. Okay, <laughs> and, you know, and, and only keeps signing like all these. You know, people. You know, who are like you know. Remember the first time when Oli was managing Cardiff, right? You know, remember we went and watched Cardiff live. Okay, and he was signing people like you know. I can't even remember what, what was the guy's name. Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones. <laughs> Well, he, he he signed like a bunch of Norwegian wonder kids, right? Like yeah. Matt, Michael, Matt, Muller, yeah, John, John Dahl, Thomason. I don't know. Okay, he bought a bunch of you know Norwegian players who nobody heard of for good reason because they all weren't that good. He bought Kedwin Jones. He brought Zaha <laughs> and made him shit. Okay, and and that's Oli's level. Okay, Oli is a championship manager. Okay, who has been given a massive budget and a good team. And he's managing them like a championship manager would. Like he knows one team. And if that one team, the plan A doesn't work, he got no plan B. That, that's Oli. So Oli, Lampard, both bad. Arteta, Arteta is better manager than the both of them. Because Arteta first, you know, Arteta learned from Pep. Okay? You know, and who did Lampard learn from? Jody Morris. I mean, <laughs> hey, Jody Moyes was a great manager, man. Don't disrespect him, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But UT management, you know, it's like you know, children, okay? So this is a bit different. Arteta learned from Pep, okay? Pep, the god, you know. Pep, you know, has all those brain cells and Arteta has been, you know, taking them all in, you know, listening to all his thoughts. You know, the moment Arteta leaves Pep, City lose the title. You know, what does that tell you? Okay? Hmm. And... Okay. And just, just for a stat, okay, since, it, uh, we didn't talk about Tottenham, right, but since Tottenham last won a trophy, all right, Arteta <laughs> played for Everton, became the Everton captain, left Everton, went to Arsenal, won the FA Cup, retired, went back to City, came a coach, came back to Arsenal, won the FA Cup, won the Community Shield, and Spurs still haven't won a trophy. That's it. <laughs> you are a true, a true red Arsenal fan, man. Because we had, this had nothing to do with Spurs. <laughs> we just, just had to find a way to bring some shit on them. Troops will be proud of you, man. Blood, fam. <laughs> blood. Yeah, blood. All right. 
Chris. Yeah, man. Defend Ole. Tell us why he's the yeah, best. You know, I think I think usually like just learning from how Leon and Siva started, right? it's always about <laughs> attacking the others first, huh? So I just think about Lam Lamps, right? I don't get this whole financial fair play transfer ban argument, you know, because they got a transfer ban because they spent a lot. So, which means their squad no, is already... tapping youngsters, mate. We're tapping youngsters. Ah, no. Underage no. kids. They were, <laughs> you know, into the underage kids stuff. Yeah, we were into oh, underage right, kids. Right, right. Tapping youngsters and all that. See, you deserve the transfer ban. Deserve it. But anyway, <laughs> stop touching kids. Anyway, <laughs> like, Lampard, man, like, okay, fine, he's a decent manager, but he's definitely not better than... I think he's the worst among the lot. He's lucky enough to get the play got to get the players he got. Um he had the best squad. He had the best team among the three teams. I he think you're talking about team. your team, bro. Bro, have you seen our team, bro? We got have, bro. Chris Smalling, Marcus Rojo, <laughs> Lindelof. We got like I don't know what, Maxos, Fred, and you guys got apparently you guys you got Kovacic bro team of the year you know bro Kovacic <laughs> you guys took him out man <laughs> yeah so yeah anyways back 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 to Ole right I just think Ole right has that personality to suit the whole United brand because I feel that the previous managers as experienced as Van Hal and, and Mourinho were they didn't have the United know-how so this guy I think he's got in with the fans and he's sort of calmed and stabled the ship a little bit even though it's not perfect so I think with the brand which United have and the, how huge the club is I mean you can't argue that United is the biggest club financially and fan base wise compared to Arsenal and Chelsea so in that sense there's a lot more pressure so he's dealt with the pressure so much you, you, you remember how Moyes, Moyes was when he took up the job he aged in 6 months man he turned from 40 to 69 in 6 months so I think Mo, like Ole has dealt with the pressure from the fans, from the media, from all this random stuff like Paul Pogba, uh, and, and I think he's took on this giant task in such a calm and composed manner. So for that, I think Ole, I don't, I don't think among the three jobs, I think the Manchester United job is probably the toughest job, and I don't think Lampard would have done it right. I don't think Arteta would have done it better than Ole. So that's just why I think Ole is the best. Okay, so I'm gonna be the judge. No. Totally unbiased <laughs> United no. fan. <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real. I will throw my United fan part of myself aside. But Ole is the best, right? No, I'm gonna go with Ateta. <sighs> yeah. You mean the team that because finished eighth? Or was it seven? They won, they won the FA Cup. Ah, come on. That the referee so won the FA Cup a trophy and when you look back in history on this season Ateta will be the only one who won something so I'm going to give it to Ateta yeah well, I'm, I'm down with so that no clap for that yeah <laughs> okay very quickly uh, before we go let's give our relegation predictions for this year oh, yeah because um, I was going to ask the top six and bottom three, but I think we all can 
kind of assume, you know, we know who's the top six going to be. Not necessarily the order, but we know who they well, are. Well, Arsenal's not going to be there. La. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with the bottom three. I think that's more harder to predict, you know, so that next year or at the end of the season, we can come back to this and give your shit for your shit prediction. <laughs> so let's do it. Uh, see what Okay, easy. Newcastle, I mean, deserve to be relegated. Should be relegated, will be relegated. Okay, you know, no Saudi money for them. Life is hard. Um, then I would say Palace. I think Uncle Roy has done very well. You know, but it's time for him to retire, go off into the sunset. This is a bad team that has somehow stayed up. You know, based on the effort of Zaha and nothing else, going down as well. And finally, Palace, Newcastle, and I think if I had to pick another team. I really want to say Everton. I really do because Everton, Everton just take really good players and make them shit players, right? They took, you know, like Alex Iwobi. Yeah, Alex Iwobi. Okay, sorry, I should rephrase that. They take average players and make them look like you know worse players because Alex Iwobi, no one else was gonna pay us forty million. Hey man, we we want this guy, you know, and, and they brought him in, and he's you know he looks like you know Alex Iwobi. <laughs> you know, they took Walcott from us, you know, 20 million, and he looks like a Walcott. And they're going to take James Rodriguez, who hasn't played for one year, and he's going to look like Jay Rodriguez. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and I, I don't think Carlo knows what he's doing. You know, he's still got Yuri Vina playing in centre back. You know, Jordan Pickford is playing like Sunderland's Jordan Pickford. They, they all just, you know, Everton's such a bad team. They are like QPR. They, they, they feel like, a modern version of QPR when QPR went down with Bosingua and Sean Roy Phillips and you know Marquis Ferdinand, Ferdinand, Anton Ferdinand, they got the whole family, right? And they went down. And that's that's how Everton feels to me. You know, I think Carlo is gonna take them down. Style. Okay, okay, okay. Uh Chris, your bottom three. Okay, Siva, you're not gonna be too pleased with this, but I actually genuinely think that Sheffield is gonna struggle this year. Oh, oh man, you're hurting me, man. I, th- I really do think so. I think they're a one-hit wonder. I think you could see the signs at the end of at the end of last season. So I think I think they'll struggle next season. There's always that first-year excitement jinx. You know, like how Huddersfield had a good first season. Remember back in the day when Wigan had a fantastic good season. So I think mm-hmm. I, I I think I think I don't know. I just got a feeling that Sheffield are going to really struggle next season. I think it's. it's they might, they might be, they might be relegated. In my opinion, um, uh, because of the expectation as well. Um, second, I think, I think Brighton have been lucky for the past couple of years, barely surviving, barely nicking it. Um, so I just got a feeling that luck is going to run up. I got a feeling that Slam Dunk is going to move on, and if if Dunk transfers out, I think they will be relegated. Yeah, and. Lastly, I think Fulham, I think they are just not good enough to be in the Prem. I think Cardiff should have been in the Prem. They should have won the playoffs. But I guess Fulham don't stand a chance in this league. Just watching them play. That's a shame because I have their keeper in my FPL team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Leon. Yo, okay. So, I think the the championship... Um, the, the ones who got promoted from championship will probably face some troubles. I mean, this is based on as of now because for them, the transfer activity has been quite quiet. 
So I think, you know, when you come to the Premier League, you need to spend with the, like the big boys. I think Leeds has done well in that department. So I think West Brom, Fulham. And the other one, um, I'm juggling between Villa and Newcastle. I think if Villa loses Grealish, it'll be hard to replace him. Um, but if they can keep Grealish, then I think Villa might have a chance. But at current state, Newcastle is not looking good. So maybe I'll say Newcastle, West Brom and Fulham. Okay, so we'll revisit this once the season ends and we'll give an award to whoever predicted the most out of your three. What about you, Sam? Oh, me? I'm the host. Do I, I, no, I don't I need to be the host. What do you think, Sam? You've got to tell us, mate. Okay, I'm going to go West Brom because, uh, like, you know, they, they did not spend. I don't think their squad is good enough to stay up and they don't have Rodak as a keeper. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go with Villa because I do think Grealish is going to leave and they are just not going to do well without him. He single-handedly saved them last season. And uh, for my third pick, yeah, I think it's time for Brighton to go down. I agree. They've kind of, you know, sneaked their way past the past few seasons, but I think it's time. So that's my three. Solid. All right. I think I, I think we can believe any of these predictions. Like they quite believe it. nothing controversial here. Excellent. Yeah, Chelsea's <laughs> controversial as hell, man. No disrespect, my man Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we've come to the end of our first episode. And if you are still listening to us, um, say I don't know, talk shit, get bang. <laughs> Bangers. That's that's what we should call our podcast anyway. But yeah, if you're ah. still here and you found us entertaining enough to listen to us ramble for an hour, then you know we appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and we'll see you all again in a few weeks' time. Ciao. Ciao. Adios. Ciao.